0: Being a better man, episode 30, complacency, it's not manly. You have just entered a world governed by personal accountability where being a man is not an excuse for bad behavior, where complaints are not allowed, whining is forbidden, and excuses do not exist. Join us as we focus on the actual character of men rather than merely the trappings of manhood, where we discuss getting the best out of yourself instead of trying to get the better of someone else. We have one singular mission, being a better man today than we were yesterday. Now prepare to have your thoughts provoked, your ego challenged, and your character tested. It's time for... Being a better man. Here's your host and fellow man in the trenches, Alf Herigstad. Today's episode of Being a Better Man is brought to you by the Mentoring Program personal, customized, one on one coaching and mentoring about anything that has to do with being a man. Offered exclusively at Being a Better Man Podcast.com. Look for mentoring in the menu or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Hey everybody, welcome to this listener-inspired episode of Free For All Friday. I am your host, my name is Alf Herigstad. This is kind of a special episode because it is episode number 30. Hard to believe we're this far into this thing already. I launched this show on January 22nd of this year. Today, interestingly enough, is April Fool's Day. And we're almost at 35,000 downloads. What that means is 35,000 people have listened to this podcast, or it's been listened to that many times. That's kind of a big deal. I've gotten a lot of great feedback from people. Not just people, but the exact kind of people that I had in mind when I decided to do this. This whole thing is really very humbling. It wouldn't be happening If you were not out there to listen, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you very much. Speaking of that, I'm out of new and noteworthy on iTunes now, so my exposure is somewhat limited. If you want to do me a favor, pick someone that you know that would like or benefit from this program and tell them about it. Share my post on your own sites and help me get the word out. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome aboard. There are 29 other episodes, so you got some catching up to do. Today's episode was inspired by a letter from a listener feedback, like I was just talking about. His name is John. John is from Canada, and he writes The one thing that I can't understand is why some people don't have a need to get better, they're just happy living their same daily routine without the need to do something different. I feel some of these people will live long, healthy lives. What am I missing here? Are they somehow getting better each day without me realizing it? Or do people who live long, healthy, happy lives without trying to get better every day exist? It's actually a great question, John, and one that I've puzzled over many times in my life. I'll tell you what I've come up with. This is my theory. Please, everybody, feel free to offer me your own theories on this over at the website as well. It's one of those questions that you can approach from many different angles. So in my interpretation of John's question, it sounds like he is asking about people who seem to be locked in a paradigm. A paradigm of complacency. A pattern of life that does not include improvement, challenge, Or risk. In fact, these people would tend to avoid change at all costs. These people seem content, just going along with the status quo day after day after day. As I said, I've wondered about this myself because to me, this way of life is completely foreign and unnatural. For me, it brings up two main questions why are they like this, and are they truly happy this way? One thing I've learned is that you cannot apply generalities to any situation. In wondering about these types of people, we can't say that they are all this or that they're all that. If we really want to understand this phenomenon, then we have to break it apart a little bit. I've known many people that fall into this category, people who seem complacent and content to be exactly the way they are for the rest of their lives. I've worked with people like this. I even had people in my own family that fall into this category. I've broken these people down into three basic groups. In the first group, we'll call it group one, are people who have become complacent simply because they don't realize another option exists. No one ever told them, or for whatever reason, it just hasn't occurred to them. These people are usually on the younger end of the spectrum. Depending on where and how and by whom they were raised, it may have been drummed into them their whole life that you do X, Y, and Z, then you retire, and then you die. And that's what life's all about. You see, these people aren't like this because that's how they are supposed to be. There's hope for these people, and change is possible, even likely. It's just a matter of time. I've seen people like this suddenly realize that there are other options. In fact, you could say I was an agent of change on a couple different occasions. It's pretty exciting when this happens, and it's quite a thrill to watch somebody get to learn who they really are. Some people just need another person to show them how, then off they go. If you run into somebody like this, be an inspiration to them, because I think people in this category are never truly happy until they're able to have full self-realization. So that's one end of the spectrum. At the other end is another group of people who we'll call group two. And I believe they really are that way. That's just how they were made. I'm not saying it's bad or wrong. It's just how it is. I think these people are truly happy with the way their life is. They have no need of change or improvement And usually, they would have a limited imagination to the point that they really can't conceive of anything different or better. I doubt if any of these people are listening to this program. But we need people like this. Steady people who do the same thing every day for their whole life and don't complain about it. In fact, they're happy to do it. When you run into somebody like this, be kind to them and thank them if you get the opportunity. I believe these people in group two are not the majority. In fact, their numbers are relatively small compared to the other two groups. The third group, group three, is a little different than the other two. These are people who realize there is something better. They know they should be improving different areas of their life. They're unhappy with their current situation. They feel inadequate, either physically, emotionally, mentally, or socially, or all four. They sit back and watch other people take chances. They watch other people live and wish it was them. And yet, they don't do anything about it. This is the group that perplexes me the most. I also think this group is the majority. There may even be people from this group listening to this podcast right now. These people read the books and listen to the podcasts that talk about improving their self They may even have a fantasy life where they imagine themselves being better. But for some reason, it doesn't translate into the real world. And I hate to bring it up, but some, not all, but some people in this group might spend a lot of time playing video games and getting lost in that alternate artificial reality. Hey, you don't have to be all in on any of these Maybe someone just has this complacency problem in one or two areas. Maybe you're great financially, but you suck socially. Or you're the life of the party. Your business rocks, but your house is a pigsty and you're 40 pounds overweight. There are degrees to everything. Imagine what the world would be like if even half of these people in Group 3 woke up and decided to make a difference in their life. We all know somebody like this. You're probably thinking about them right now. Or maybe it even is you. If so, then I'm really happy you're here because you've come to the right place. I've racked my brain trying to figure out why people find themselves in this group. And that has led me to this conclusion. It has to be one of four things. Number one is fear. Fear of failure, fear of ridicule and embarrassment, even fear of success can keep people from stretching out and realizing their potential. Number two is laziness. Good old-fashioned laziness. You've thought about improving a million times. It's just too much work. A certain type of mental-emotional weakness exists here that keeps you from beginning anything, and the things you do begin are never completed. Number three would be a lack of confidence. You don't believe in yourself. You have feelings of inadequacy. It's different than fear because you aren't that worried about what other people think. The problem is you don't have any faith in yourself, so you don't want to try anything new. If you or someone you know falls into these first three things, that's good news. Because these can be corrected relatively easily with effort and focus the right friends and mentors, or by the sheer power of your will, deciding you're sick of being a slave to these things. But this last one is a little different. Number four is deep-rooted emotional issues. This could be the cause of the aforementioned things as well. These people have emotional issues probably incurred in childhood or adolescence that they've never dealt with. Maybe you had someone telling you that you were no good and you'd never amount to anything. Maybe you were physically abused or sexually abused. The list of possibilities goes on and on and on. If this is the case for you or someone you know, then I strongly recommend that you seek professional help. There are people that spent a lot of money and went to school to learn how to help people with these types of issues. The right friends and mentors will help a lot. But if you have damage, the damage has to be dealt with and repaired for you to move forward. There's no shame in doing the right thing. It can be expensive, but there are less expensive options as well. If it's a priority, and it should be, then make it happen. I'm not just talking. I'm not just suggesting that people be something or do things that I myself have not done or am not prepared to do. I'm speaking confidently about the idea of taking chances with life, embracing change in all of its forms, because change of any kind almost always leads to something good in my experience. I don't believe anyone will ever get close to discovering their potential as a man or a human if they are not willing to explore their boundaries and take risks. Because it's these kinds of activities that lead you to truly know yourself. And once you really know yourself, then you can do almost anything. I've lost count of how many risks I've taken and how many crazy schemes and plans I've tried. Many were not successful, but a few were. And they all led me closer to my own potential. Heck, this podcast is an example. Of course I had reservations about putting myself out there like this. But if I wouldn't have done it, I would have never known. So here I am. And there you are, listening. I'm going to wrap this up now. Thanks again to John from Canada for raising this question about complacency. These are just my thoughts and opinions on this. It's really a very complex issue. And like I said earlier, it could be approached from a lot of different angles. So the purpose of this episode is not to actually answer the question but more so to get people thinking about it, talking about it, and doing something I haven't mentioned in a while. Look in the mirror. Take stock of yourself. Now go out there and be a better man today than you were yesterday. Find something that needs fixing, and fix it like a man. Until next time, this is Alf Herigstad, signing out.